The class is a memory of Jared Orchen. Was anybody in Prague for a visit? Yeah, long time ago. Prague as a, the Jewish, the Jewish ghetto in Prague is intact. The only place in Europe that's preserved completely, the Jewish ghetto, I think the only, or at least one of the only ones, is in Prague. Why? Because Hitler's agenda was that when, God forbid, he will annihilate the Jewish people, he will have a mosaic of what used to be the Jewish people once upon a time, and he will be able to, people be able to come to Prague and look what other Jewish people looked like. He wanted to destroy the people and leave the buildings. He was not the first one. Josephus tells a story. Josephus was an historian, a Jew, who joined the Romans. Now, there is two way opinions within the Jewish uh, um, scholars how to look at how, how much to believe Josephus. It's interesting, the secular scholars do not believe jo Josephus. The religious scholars actually believe Josephus. And they are supporting him. They say Josephus joined the Romans, but whatever he did, he did to help the Jews. He wanted to, they should be better to the Jews to remove some decrees. Therefore, he praised them in, here in there. But the agenda, his agenda was to help the Jews. Rashi brings quotes from Josephus, Tosfos brings quotes from In Jewish writings, there is quotes from Josephus a lot. He tells a story about the day of, the, of Tisha B'Av. We are now before Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av is going to be Saturday, and therefore we push off the first day to Sunday. He tells about the day of Tisha B'Av. It was a meeting in Jerusalem between Titus and his war cabinet, all his officers, and Tisha B'Av in Jerusalem. Among the members of the meeting was a Jew Obviously, it wasn't a uh, Hasidic Jew. It was, it was on their side. That his father lived in Alexandria in Egypt. His father gave money, gave gold to cover the gates of the temple with gold. And his son was one of those who came to destroy the temple. And the meeting was about, should, we should they destroy the temple or not? Or leave it standing? A group of the officers said, you have to destroy everything. The Jews, as long as they will know there is a temple, they will never give up. They will fight, they will, that will give them the hope constantly. They will not surrender as long as there is a temple. You have to level it and take them out, all the dreams from the head and finish. The other group said, no, why to destroy the temple? If we, destroy, if we don't destroy the temple, we show the world we are the good people. We have nothing against the Jewish religion. The Jews in Jerusalem were rebelling against us that we were fighting them. But we have nothing against the Jews in the world. We look much better. If the Jews will, ent will, will enter into the temple, use the temple to fight us, then we'll have no choice but to destroy the temple, but we'll have a good excuse. We did it because they destroyed it, because they were fighting it. But better not to. Titus um, um, it's decided in the end of the meeting not to destroy the temple. He said the temple is a beautiful building. I want people to come to see the temple and to I have nothing against the temple. Why not? What happened? Was it a war? In a war, there were some uh, 
Roman uh, so, uh, soldiers were attacked badly, that one Roman soldier got angry, he took a burning um, torch and he threw it on the temple. That was the beginning and everybody got excited and they burned down the temple. That's what Josephus tells the story. In Jewish writing, there is no proof. There is no, not one inch of it, of the story. I remember when I discovered the story and I shared it with other rabbis, nobody liked it. Nobody liked the story. <laughs> nobody liked to believe the story. But that's what Josephus said. And it could very well be. That we see that the same idea of Hitler to destroy the people and leave the buildings is not new. Titus had the same idea. Tishabov started. What was the first event that happened in Tishabov? The story of the spies. The spies came from Israel. The 12 spies that Moses sent to Israel, they came back on Tishabov and they shared the news that the land is a bad land. We will never be able to conquer it. And the Jewish people cried that night, cried all night. And the Talmud says, God says, you cry for nothing, I'll give you good reasons to cry. And all the bad things end up to be anticipated. The destruction of the first temple, the destruction of the second temple, the expulsion from Spain, before the, the expulsion from England, many, many bad things happened on, the, on, the, on this day. In the parsha of this week, Devarim, the beginning of the book of Deuteronomy, Moses rev reviews the story, the whole book of the whole five, the five, the fifth book from the five books of Moses is a review of all the stories, all the happenings that happened to the Jewish people during the desert. The first thing that, that Moses reviews is the story of the spies. And Moses says, God decided on that night that you will die in the desert, that the Jews in the, the men died in the desert. And then Moses says, adds another word. God also punished me because of you and told me, that, told Moses that he will not enter the land of Israel. That's what Moses is saying. This is strange because you ask every child why Moses didn't enter the land of Israel. The official explanation that God says three times in the Bible, because he hit Iraq. That's God's version. Moses' version is, because, because of the spies. Because of the spies. Moses wanted to go to the land of Israel. Why should he suffer because of the spies? There is a commentator, the Orachim. Orachim was a rabbi who lived around 300 years ago. In which country he was living? In Spain, Morocco, I don't remember where. And he came, he made Aliyah to Israel in the last few years of his life. He's buried in, in, in Israel, in Jerusalem. That he writes in his commentary is something very interesting. He says, you know, anybody who saw the movie Indiana Jones? That yeah. is called? Uh, yeah. Looking for the Ark? Okay. What is called the name? Whatever the name is, the I cannot remember. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, then we... The first one. Why? Maybe, who says we are looking for the Ark? Maybe the Ark is destroyed. 3,300 years passed since then. The ark can fall apart. Maybe the tablets are there somewhere fall out. But the ark itself, the, the ark was made of wood and gold. Why we are looking for the ark? Maybe the ark is gone. The answer is that anything that Moses made with his end stands forever, exists forever. That the Orachim says something amazing. If Moses would enter the land of Israel, 
he would build a temple. And God knew that one day the Jewish people might not do what God wants, observe the law. And will be a question, something will have to give, the temple or the Jews? If Moses will build the temple, that the temple will not be able to be destroyed, then God forbid the Jews will have to be destroyed. God told Moses, you stay in the desert because of the story of the spies, because of Tishabah. It's going to be all the bad things will be from there. Then you stay in the desert and regular people will build the temple. And when, when the time will be and the Jews will have to be punished, it shouldn't be the Jews, it should be the destruction of the temple. What does this mean? Why did it's one of the two? It's a whole story, but we'll say it in short. The reason why it's one of the two is because the Jewish people had, have 613 commandments. Now, sometimes they, can, they don't live up to all the commandments. God is trying to make the burden easier on the Jews. How could he make the burden easier on the Jews? We cannot just do, okay, from now on we are not doing the mitzvahs. We don't have to put on film, we don't have to keep Shabbat, we don't have to do fest on Yom Kippur, it doesn't go like this. The mitzvahs can never be changed. Whatever is the mitzvah must be forever. This Torah can never be changed. That's one of the principles of, Jew of Jewish faith, that my money dissolved. Then what does this mean? What could be done? God can change the reality. You understand? For example, if somebody does not have two hands, he cannot put on film, right? And his hand. The mitzvah is there, but he cannot do it. If you live in a tent, you are not obligated to put, to put, up, put up a mezuzah. The mitzvah of mezuzah is there, but I do not have a house. If I do not have a house, I cannot put up a mezuzah. The reality can change. The mitzvahs cannot. Then when God saw that the Jewish people do not observe the mitzvot, and every day they don't do it, they are being liable, he wanted to make it easier on them, he destroyed the temple. He let the temple go to save the Jews. Who did it in the beginning? Who was the first one to do such a thing? To let one thing go to save the Jews? Moshe. Moses. When Moses came down with the tablets, and it was written on the tablet, do not worship idols. If he delivers it to the Jewish people, they are now liable for disobeying a biblical commandment in writing, there's a question, if he delivers the tablets, the Jews are gone. If he wants to save the Jews, he has to bring the tablets. He didn't hesitate for a second. He broke the tablets. The same thing God did, broke the temple and saved the Jews. There is, a there is a chapter in the book of Psalms that start, there was a rabbi, Rabbi Avon, he had a son, Avdimi, I think. Avimi or Avdimi? Um, Avimi. Avimi was very, very careful with the mitzvah of honoring his father. Once his father asked him for a cup of water, his father was very old, he asked him for a cup of water. The son went to bring the water. You know, in the olden days, it wasn't so easy. At the time he came back with the water, his father was sleeping. He fell asleep that he was standing with a cup over his head next to him. He didn't want to wake him up. He was standing for this for a while till his father would wake up. As he was standing, a brilliant thought came to him. He had a question for years. 
And because he was honoring his father, God gave him the idea right then. What was this question? There is a chapter in the book of Psalms, chapter 79, that describes the destruction of the temple. It describes how the, Jew, the enemies went into the, to the temple, to, the, to Jerusalem, and destroyed it, put it in, in rebels, and destroyed the whole thing. But the, the, the verse begins with the word, Mizmor le Asaf. Asaf is the name of the poet. A song for Asaf, like Mizmor le David. There is a song for Asaf. That Avimi had a whole of these questions. What is the song for Asaf? What is, this, what is he singing about? You're describing the destruction of the temple. You should lament. should be kinala asaf, a lamentation to asaf. What are you singing? While he was holding the cup of his father said, came to him an idea. He says, you know what we were singing? We are praising God that he took out his anger, so to speak, on the temple and under the Jews. Destroyed the temple and save the Jews. Then the enemies of the Jewish people wanted to destroy the Jews and save the temples. The Jewish people and God destroyed buildings and save the Jews. What is this message to us? What do you think? As Jewish people, there is always a dilemma. What we should we invest in money? In buildings or in people? or in education. Should be a stained glass in the synagogue? Or should you have another two children learning Torah? The answer is clear. Jewish people always invested in living things, in living children, in the future of the Jewish people. While other cultures build mausoleums and buildings and towers and it stays forever, that the buildings stay forever and the nations are gone. The Jewish people invested in Jews, in people, in families, in kids, Therefore, buildings, we have a few less buildings, but we have a living and thriving Jewish people.